Good morning. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord is good, and he is in his house this morning. Amen. Can you stand up and let's give him a hand of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. Have your way in this place today. Look at your neighbor. Just wave at them. Say, we're so glad you're here, and it's good to see you. Amen.
stop, you know what? We're not going to either because I believe that this morning there's somebody here that's needing a breakthrough. Can you just lift your hands and you say, God, I need a breakthrough this morning. We're going to sing it again because I believe he has a breakthrough this morning for his people. Hallelujah. The enemy has brought discouragement and the feeling of defeat and loneliness. But God is here this morning and he is not going to turn us loose. Amen. Hallelujah.
him an offering of thanksgiving and praise for his goodness. You know, we've, we've all been, been through some things in our life and wondered how we would ever get out of them or come through them. But has not our God been faithful? And he is going to continually be faithful. So let's take this morning just for a minute as they sing it and play it in the background and pick it up a little bit. That let's just worship of how faithful he's been to us this morning. Father, we thank you this morning. You've been so good to us. Lord, we just build an altar of, uh, of thanksgiving to you this morning. Build an altar of thanksgiving and giving you the glory, giving you the honor, giving you the praise. You were faithful in the past, and you're faithful now, and you're going to be faithful till the end of our journey, God. You're going to be faithful through all the craziness that's going on in our world right now, God. You're going to still be faithful. None of it has shook you. You've not been shaken by the circumstances of this world. And you're going to be faithful to your chosen people. Father, we thank you this morning. Let's give the Lord a hand this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Turn around and point at your neighbor and tell him you love him this morning. Another hand this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. How many of you feel the Spirit of the Lord this morning? The Bible said we're two or three are gathered together in my name. What? I am in the midst there, uh, there also. Good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Somebody told me this morning, heard uh, the band uh, and Tina and them practice and singing that song. It says you, you never can go wrong with that song. Amen. Never can go wrong singing, singing about the goodness of God. Has God not been good to us? Wow. He was good to us in the past. And uh, he's good to us going through all the stuff that's going on in our world. I think if it's one thing that I have experienced through all of this, I've experienced another level of the love of God. 
Isn't that incredible? Everything that's going on that, that we can experience is love, knowing that, knowing that he has us no matter what happens. No matter what happens, he's got us. No matter what's going on in this world, he's, he's got a hold of us. And no matter what's going on in our own life, he, he's got us. Amen? To tell of the goodness of God. So testify this week if you have an opportunity of how good God's been to you because God's going to continually be good to us. Amen? Uh, <clears throat> I want to talk just for a few minutes on a subject called upgrade. How many of you need a upgrade in your life? Amen. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world. I am a child of the king. I am, the Bible says, joint heirs with Jesus Christ. And because I am joint heirs with Jesus Christ and I'm a child of the king and I live in the kingdom, uh, I want God to give me an upgrade. And just because I'm his child, he wants to give me an upgrade. So how many of you want an upgrade in your life this morning? Amen? Uh, I looked up the word upgrade, and upgrade means raising to a, raising to a higher standard or class. Uh, upgrade means increasing the capacity of something by adding or replacing some components. Uh, upgrade means giving a person a more important job uh, than they already have. It means removing something from a critical state to a better condition. Uh, it's to raise importance of a value or esteem of something. Uh, we do upgrades on our houses. Uh, we do upgrades to, to the church. We do upgrades to, uh, we want a different car, so we, a lot of times we'll get an upgrade. Uh, we do an upgrade on our computer. We get a different upgrade, our program. And by all means, we all want an upgrade on our what? Our cell phone. Uh, the first thing you do when you walk into a, a, a Verizon or T-Mobile and you're carrying your phone, sometimes they really don't care what's wrong with your phone. They want to know if you want a upgrade. All right. Uh, you go to McDonald's and you get a number one Mac. It's not good enough for some of you. Just the regular Big Mac, regular fries, regular drink. Not enough. You got to upgrade it to a large fry and a large drink. Because we like what? We like upgrades. There's a prayer in the Old Testament, just a little, little short prayer. Uh, it's tucked right in the middle of a lot of names in the Old Testament that most of us uh, cannot pronounce. And it's tucked right in, a, uh, in amongst a, a, a bunch of names, uh, like I said, that most of us probably can't even announce. And it's, it's in 1 Chronicles uh, chapter 4 and verse 10. And it's a, a guy in there named Jabez, and he's praying for God to bless him. Uh, he's not praying a selfish prayer, but he's praying a prayer that he knows only God can do 
and he wants God to uh, bless him. First Chronicles chapter 4 and verse 10, we're going to grab this little prayer and try to uh, dissect it for just the next uh, few minutes. First Chronicles chapter 4 and verse 10 says this, and Jabez, the name meaning, it means poor, it means uh, born in pain, uh, it means going without, it means not having much, it means a uh, small portion. The Bible says that, and Jabez called upon the God of Israel, saying, oh, that thou would bless me, listen to this prayer, bless me, and he didn't ask him just a blessing, he said that you will bless me, Lord, indeed, and then you'll enlarge my coast. And you will enlarge my coast. You will enlarge my, my territory. And the hand, Lord, I'm asking that your hand will be upon me, and thou will keep me from, from evil, and that, may not, that I may not grieve. And God granted him what he had requested. Hallelujah. How many of you ready for God to grant what well, you are requesting from him. Amen. But one of the keys is that Jabez called upon the God of Israel. And that's my first point. That Jabez was in complete submission to the God of Israel. When Jabez prayed this prayer for an upgrade, he prayed with a heart of a heart of submission. That God, you are the only one that can do this in my life. And if I'm going to get this upgrade in my life, it's only going to come from the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And I've got to learn that I have got to submit to the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. And if I will submit to the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac, I will get my what? I'll get my upgrade. Jabez knew that he was going to, if he was going to, excuse me, get an upgrade, if he was going to get his life to uh, go to greater, if he was going to experience a life of more than enough, then he was going to have to demonstrate and show God that he was submitting to him. His only chance in this happening was depending on someone else to make it happen, relying not on his own abilities, nor manipulating the circumstance for him to get greater. Let me say that again. Depending on someone else to make it happen, it's not going to happen. Relying on your own abilities, not going to happen. Trying to manipulate the circumstances that are before you for an upgrade or a better life, it's not going to happen. Verse 10 said, it was his call that became his cry. His call upon the God of Israel became his cry to the God of Israel. See, it's one thing just to call upon God, 
But as I read in the Old Testament and look at the prophets, many of them, Pastor Steve, cried out to God in desperation. So his call became his, uh, became his cry. God honors men and women that pray. God honors men and women that don't try to manipulate the circumstances or try to fix it on their own. God honors men and women who pray. Psalms 34 verse 6 says it like this. This poor man cried out. This man with little, uh, this man that needed increase, Psalms 34 6 says, this man cried out, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of, listen, all of his troubles. Jabez got an upgrade to more than enough because his first step was submitting to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Just submitting his life to the one and only one that can make a difference. The second thing I see out of this prayer is that Jabez is asking God for his amazing grace in this prayer. He realized that it was only through God's grace, not by his works, that the blessing was coming. He said in verse 10, Oh, that thou would bless me. Say, God, bless me. Let's say it again. God, bless me. And he said, God, let's say, bless me indeed. God, just don't bless me. But if, like what Pastor Steve says, the favor of God walks with me. God, just don't bless me, but bless me indeed. God, put your favor upon me, God. See, this type of blessing Jabez was asking for was a blessing that you cannot acquire on your own. This, this type of blessing only comes with God's favor attached to it. See, this type of blessing only comes with God's grace and grace alone. This type of blessing only comes through God's mercy and through his mercy alone. This type of blessing comes through the supernatural power of God and through only God's strength, not the strength of myself. The blessing that Jabez is asking for, listen, listen to what this blessing is going to do. It will literally transform his life into the greater. How many want your life to be here and then God take it to greater? I mean, my life is here, but God, I'm asking you to take it to the greater. You might have a good life now, but God even wants to bless you more. This blessing of Jabez is asking for will take him to a whole new level. Thirdly, it will put him into a whole new category of responsibility and blessings. It will challenge him on many different levels. It will take him into wealth and power. It'll take him into from poverty to prosperity. It'll take him into more than enough. It will take him to overflow in favor. It'll take him into the field 
of plenty. It will turn his poverty into great wealth. It'll take him from sickness to health. Can you say amen? amen. There's nothing wrong with praying for God to bless you and I if we realize that when that favor comes, when that blessing comes, when that overflow comes in our life, that it was sent by our submission to God, and when we receive it, that blessed and blessed indeed, that when we get it, that then we have an open hand to give some of what we have received back to others. See, when I really study this story, this prayer, excuse me, I realized that Jabez only really wanted to be blessed so he could bless others. It's like, um, it's like a, a dad. Okay, he, he, he gives his, he gives his uh, young girl or, or young, uh, gives his daughter or this young boy, and he's got this bag of candy. And, he, and he, he loves his daughter, he loves his son, and so he's buying him this bag of candy. And so they start eating on this candy, and so they got four or five friends out in the yard playing. So the dad tells the daughter or the son, uh, you can take your candy out there, but you're going to have to what? What is the first thing they do? I ain't sharing that. It's mine. It belongs to me. But you didn't buy it. You didn't pay for it. Your dad gave it to you. So if you're going to eat a lot of that candy, you got four or five kids out there playing with you. You what? God's our heavenly father. He doesn't care how much we have, how much we earn. But he's got some things attached to that. He doesn't care if you're a millionaire. That doesn't bother God as long as you're remembering others. As long as you have an open hand. As long as you're willing to pay your tithes. And the Bible says, and offerings, and give to others. He doesn't care how much you earn or how much you got. And Jabez was saying, God, bless me indeed so I can be a blessing to what? I can be a blessing to others. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22 puts it this way. The blessings of the Lord maketh rich, and he addeth no Sorrow, which takes me to the third part of this prayer. Verse 10 says, and he asked God to enlarge his territory, his real estate. Uh, he, he asked God for multiplication. Let's say that together, multiplication. God, multiply, multiply in my life. He was not satisfied to remain the same. He wants to grow in faith. Our God is the owner of everything the Bible says if we ask, we shall what? We cannot put God in a box. 
Jabez wants God to multiply his territory, and he's not afraid to ask God. Jabez is praying, enlarge my opportunities in life. Listen to his prayer. God, opportunities that I may have in my life, God, I'm asking you to enlarge them. He's not afraid to pray this prayer. Lord, I'm asking you to to, uh, multiply influence in my life. Lord, enlarge my mindset to greater thinking. Lord, enlarge my creativity. Lord, enlarge my giving. Lord, enlarge my effectiveness to others. Lord, enlarge my desire to reach others. Lord, enlarge my territory. Isn't that a great prayer? God, God, enlarge my territory. Well, uh, uh, pastor, I'm 80. That doesn't matter. God said, if you'll pray the prayer, God, enlarge my territory. Well, I'm, uh, I am um, retired. You know the what? That doesn't matter. Lord, enlarge my effectiveness. Enlarge my territory. Enlarge my finances. He was not satisfied to remain the same. And the reason a lot of times that we do not get what we want from the Lord because we are satisfied with where we're at. We're satisfied where we're at, maybe financially. We're satisfied with where we're at, uh, I don't know, physically. We're satisfied with where we're at. A lot of times we're satisfied where we're at spiritually, and that's dangerous. See the heart of see the heart of this prayer. You gotta you got to get down to the heart of this prayer. Lord, enlarge my territory. Jabez was from the tribe of Judah, which was a which was, was a ruling class among the Hebrews. To increase his territory meant that the territory of Judah would be increased as a servant. As servants, excuse me, of the Lord Jesus Christ. God wants to enlarge our territory once again so we can be effective to many. God spake through the prophet Isaiah saying, and I love this, I love this passage of Scripture. I've loved this passage of Scripture for years. Isaiah 54, 2, and it says, Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Let's say that together. Do not hold back. Let's say that again. Do not hold back. Why? Because if you hold back, God's going to hold back his blessings. But if you have an attitude, God, I want you to do more than enough in my life. Do not hold back. Then God says, listen to this. Hope, do not hold back, lengthen your cords, and strengthen your stakes. Meaning, God, you're going to do something great in my life. And God is saying back to you, you take responsibility and broadening your horizon, broadening your thinking, broadening your believing, broadening your faith, believing that I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And if I made the stars and the moons and the heavens, I can do beyond anything. That you dream, think, or can imagine, which leads me into point point number four. Uh, Jabez is asking that God's hand will be placed upon him. 
He says in verse 10, Oh, that thou would bless me indeed and enlarge my coast, and that thy hand might be with me. Wow. How many wants the hand of God on your life? How many walked too many years without the hand of God on your life? As one man said, how did that work out for you? As a Christian, every day, I want God just to place his hand on me. Because his hand represents power in my life. It represents strength in my life. It represents guidance in my life. How many of you still in your life, you got a dream? You want God to do something in your life? Uh, how many of you believe that you know that that dream that you have in your life looks impossible to you right now? Doesn't that dream look impossible? I know things that I'm dreaming right now. Sister Tina, with the way things are going now, does not at all look possible. I'm still dreaming. I'm, I'm still believing that God is going to use this church beyond anything that we could dream, think, or imagine. There's a lot of things going on like right now. There's a lot of things that want to dampen those dreams in my heart. But if God places his hand upon the dream that he has gave you, and it all works out, only you and everyone around you will be able to look back and say, God did it. God did it. See, our, our weakness, our flaw, our blemish, our failing, our falling short in our life, listen to this, with God... It's supposed to happen. What, Pastor? It's supposed to happen. You know why? Because you have to depend upon God. If you ever get to the point where uh, God has blessed you indeed... And uh, he has enlarged your territory. And uh, he's blessed you beyond anything you could dream, think, or imagine. He has, uh, he has blessed your health. He has uh, financially beyond anything you could dream blessed you. And God has just blessed your life beyond anything. What is the very first thing that starts to happen to us as individuals? And I'm talking about Christians. We start depending on ourselves. 
We, we start thinking that we got it, and we, got, we start thinking that we can do it, and we start thinking that we made the promotion happen, and we start thinking that we can do this, and we can do, do that. And how many times does God have to trim our tree a little bit? How many times has God got to uh, uh, trim us back a little bit for us to realize, Kevin, you didn't do any of this. You did, Kevin, you didn't make any of this happen. It's by my grace and my grace alone that it happened. And Kevin, it's your dependence totally upon me if it ever happens. It's through grace and grace alone and depending upon him. So, so if, 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 if I want this blessing that Jabez got in my life, I'm going to have to realize that I'm going to have to totally depend upon him, which leads me to the last point. And he says in verse 10, that thou would keep me from evil that I may not cause pain. Isn't it funny when God prospers us? Isn't it funny when God prospers us, especially financially, that we start get to the place where we really don't need to meet with God as much as we did before. How many of you have seen people go from having nothing to having a lot? They were dependent upon God. They were in church every Sunday morning. When you had church on Sunday night, they were there. They were at Tuesday morning prayer meeting when things wasn't going too much good in their life, and they financially didn't have much, and they were, they were uh, always needing someone to help them, and they were crying out to God, and God continually blessed them, blessed them, blessed them, blessed them, and they're here, and you don't see them in church anymore. You don't see them coming to prayer meeting anymore. You don't see them reading their Bible anymore. You don't see them praying anymore. Don't have to depend upon God. Then you see them doing other things, getting involved in other things, compromising other things. And Jabez realized this, that if God, you get me to this point, if I get the blessing that I am really asking for, if I'm not careful, it's going to lead me down the wrong road. So I'm asking for you to enlarge my territory, financially bless me beyond anything I could dream and think. But God, at the end of my prayer, I am going to ask you that you would keep me from evil. Because if I walk into that, I am going to cause pain to others. Jabez knew it would rob him of his blessings, his vision, and that God's hand would be upon him. Titus 2.12 says this. said, we should live soberly, righteous, and godly in this present world. Sin brings pain to the heart of God. If we don't believe that, we need to look back to the cross. Jabez did not want the upgrade of the blessing. He wanted more than enough. He wanted great wealth to lead, not to lead him, excuse me, down the wrong road. If you guys will come on. I believe because of this bold prayer that he prayed. 
bold prayer that Jabez prayed, the God that you would bless me indeed as I submit to you, and God, as you enlarge my curtains, and God, you do great things in my life, listen to the last part of verse 10 as you stand. Listen to this. I love this. After all that prayer, you ready? Say this with me. And God granted him that which he requested. Let's give the Lord a hand. I wrote this down. Could it be if you take a hold of the promises of God and set out to do something great for him? If you go ahead and ask him for the moon, could it be he'll give you the suns, the sun and the stars as well? Ask big, ask in faith, because God wants to give you an upgrade. Just give the Lord a hand this morning. Amen. That upgrade is uh, healing in our bodies. Maybe you need a healing in your body this morning. Maybe it's financially. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a marriage. Maybe it's a relationship with your child. Relationship between a husband and wife. I don't know what that looks like, but I like the very last part of verse 10. And God granted him that which he requested. What what are you requesting from God this morning? Because God wants to grant you what you're requesting. You need healing? God wants to grant that to you. You need prosperity? God wants to grant that to you. Amen? Don't be afraid to ask. Big, bold prayers. Pray big, bold prayers. Because you serve a big, big God. Hallelujah. Amen? Before we close, we're going to sing this little course here and then... Uh, right after that, before you leave, we got one more thing we're going to do. Okay?
I don't like trying to have just a little bit more monitor. I don't like to close out with somebody maybe uh, watching by video. And I don't want to leave without someone maybe that would need to give their heart and life to the Lord. Let's all, let's all together say, Heavenly Father, we love you this morning. I admit that I'm a sinner. I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. I confess all of my sins. Ask you to come and live in my heart. And I'm going to live for you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah.